After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise. And now to honor America, please join in the singing of our national anthem, representing the three-time Stanley Cup champion New Jersey Devils, Arlette. I feel I'm I'm at a game, oh my gosh. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red the bombs bursted in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave? You like my fake smile? Yeah. You're fine. You're good. That's a. I just, that's a I just got back from vacation. Happy Devils Sunday. This is the Let's Go Devils podcast. Season 4, episode 33, titled 60 Days Until Devils Opening Night. That's what it's supposed to say, but damn Microsoft doesn't work. Streaming live on Facebook Live, Twitter Live, YouTube Live, and Twitch on the Primetime Radio Network. 
The season's approaching us, folks. Guys, Warp take speed. it away. Warp speed. <laughs> Warp speed. Take it away, you bastards. Just take the microphones and go. Hey, uh, I've been away I've for been a couple like- weeks. Did anything happen? Did the devils do anything? I don't even know, man. I've been living under uh, a rock. Well, <laughs> it's exciting, there's been, man. There's been some stuff. I'm so yeah. now I'm so like gung. I'm like all into this. I've been looking up what happened 60 years ago because we're doing 60 yeah. days till devil's opening night. Do you know what the last number one song of 1961 was? It's very, very famous. And I will tell you, you've probably you've definitely sung it at some point in your life. And mm-hmm. the name of the song has a very, uh, a very royal animal in it. A very royal animal. Oh God! Uh... Everyone can play at home too on YouTube and and Facebook and Twitter. I don't know. It's in the Come jungle, on. the mighty jungle. I don't know. Yes, yes, that's it. When the lion sleeps tonight. Yes, that is it. No way. <laughs> December eighteenth, nineteen sixty-one. The token hey. right here. The lion sleeps tonight, man. That's it. That's I pretty. Like to add, pull there right out. I like to add that nineteen sixty-one gas of of regular was um, twenty-five cents a gallon. Twenty-seven. 25. It says. It says 27 here on this little app in front on my phone. Okay. I'm just going by that. That's all. Yeah. And let's just say. If Sam Wu tells me 25, I believe 25. You could get, yeah, for five bucks, you could really do some damage back then. You know, fill me up and get a uh, Coke, maybe uh, bring your your date over to the movies and see a movie. And then you have like Mm. four bucks left over. So. Mothra um, debuted. I'm learning all these facts because we're 60. 60 days away here. Wow. Wait, Mick what was Jagger, the, uh, the answer? Met. The answer to you said who won the Stanley Cup in 1961? I want to say that was the um, the t- Toronto Maple Leafs. Ooh, no. No. I'm sorry. It's a team that just actually, I'll give you a hint. Everyone at home as well. Uh, it, when we were, as we were waiting to, uh, to, to get back on here, we were looking up things that happened 60 years ago. So who won? The Stanley Cup in 1961. Uh, Beer Baron here, he got the uh, World Series one. That was pretty easy. That was a softball toss for you, being a Yankees fan and all. So who won the Stanley Cup? Your hint is it's a team that has recently had its own destiny, uh, destiny, dynasty again within like, you know, the past like 15, you know, or so years, Mm -hmm. you know, in the 2000s, in the 2000s. I'll say that. I can tell you the answer then. Go. Based off of what you said, it's the Detroit Red Wings. Ooh, very, no. very close. Very oh close. Very close. The Chicago Blackhawks of Chicago. Ah, man. All right. All right. The Take Hawks. The Hawks. Um, the and to answer, Hawks. Your, to answer the other questions, the NFL championship of 1961. Uh, I guess the Cleveland Browns, and I was wrong because I could maybe the Browns won it in 1960. It was close; they know. won it, it says, around it that time, Packers. something like that. But the Green the Bay Packers. Packers now the Packers won the championship, and then they won the Super Bowl one against the Kansas City Chiefs, mm. uh, and then they won Super Bowl number two, I believe, right after that. So, 
Okay. Those are the Vince Lombardi days, the old New Jersey native Vince Lombardi. Um, so I know there's a bunch of things that we need to talk about. Uh, I, I've been away is? for a couple of weeks. Yeah, of course. I've been away for a couple of weeks, you know, just like hanging out, not doing really much really? or anything. Visiting oh, the Jersey, yeah? the beautiful Jersey Shore and seeing family and stuff like that, oh, uh, which is kind of nice for the first time. in the beach, sunshine? It was great. I got a nice tan and bronzed Ooh, Adonis yeah. over here. Yeah. But uh, I know Sam did a whole woo report talking about the, the devil's schedule and looking forward and all that kind of stuff. But I thought it'd be fun for me and you to kind of go through it and look at some schedule uh, highlights, if you will. Uh, okay. You know, when are we going to see our, our over the river rivals for the first time? When are we going to be seeing? We're going to be seeing the Kraken pretty early in the season, actually the second game of the year. Um, mm -hmm. But let's start it off October 15th, which I know I will be there. I know you, you'll probably be in LA. Uh, I will be there at uh, the Prudential Center to watch the Devils take on the Chicago Blackhawks for the first game of the inaugural 2021-22 season. Now, after yes. that, we'll they have, have to wait a couple a, days. Right? We'll have to wait four we days. We have to start. We, is it four days we, we after yeah. the actual like season starts where we have our first game? So it's uh, yeah, oh yeah after the the actual season starts I think it starts like the the ninth or something like that and then we have to wait something like that a couple yeah, days something like that like three or four three or four days before we have our actual like first game. Um, so we have well, yeah exactly. I, I, I would I would say if you're a, if you're a Devils fan try to put you know Tuesday. And Thursday, you know, on the calendar as uh, Devil's Night because there's a lot of games on. T I think um, I a lot. It? I added I added it up. Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Saturday is 52 games. Tuesday, That's Thursday, insane. Saturday is 52 games. Yeah, um, that is and crazy. And it's like and, and there's like there are some on Friday too, with like uh, home and homes and stuff like that. You know, back to backs. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And, and speaking of Tuesday, that, that first Tuesday in October, or not the first Tuesday in October, but October 19th, they're going to be taking on the Kraken at home. So the Devils start the season with mm -hmm. uh, a six-game homestand. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I that bodes well for this team. I think that's going to be – I think that's a, a good – uh, a good way to kick off this, this new season. There's a lot of new pieces to this team. So being that they don't have to travel all over the place, being that they don't have to go, you know, to the West Coast, which they do go to the West Coast really early in the season. Uh, in fact, November 2nd, they go to Anaheim and they do that California swing uh, the 2nd, 5th and 6th of November, which is really early. Usually like it's I think later. I think they come back later in the season to, um, I think April. Yeah, here it is. April 16th. Last road game is in Vegas. So I don't know. I think we, uh, I think we need to make a let's go devils, uh, podcast road trip. You guys need to come out to Vegas. Oh my God. If, if all's well, if all is well on uh, April the 16th, I'll drive up from LA. Dude. And we'll meet there at Vegas and we'll, uh, April we'll 18th, a, we'll 18th, 18th. Is it 18th? All right, yes. Yeah. I'm bad. The, I'm see, bad with the numbers. The, I'm bad with the, the last, math numbers. The last game of the year is a home game that's April 29th against the Detroit Red Wings. Mm -hmm. um, but this, there's a couple things about the schedule that I wanted to point out. Number one, you already pointed out, is how heavy the Tuesday and Thursday games are. We don't yes. see the Rangers 
We don't see the Rangers until November 14th. And, uh, and then not again until the end of the season, which is nice. March, uh, we play them in, the, in two games in March, one in the beginning of April. It's going to be mm -hmm. March 4th time, on hopefully. my daughter's birthday. Yeah. Oh, That's crazy. Cool. That's crazy. Yeah, it's only, so spread it's out. Back, it, it's back to the four games, you know. So we only play the Flyers three times, and we're done with Philadelphia by December. Wow. So last last See, game against the Flyers is in December, okay. which is which I, is crazy, you know. I don't know how anybody else feels about this, but looking at the schedule and especially looking at the end of the year. So the last, let's say the last uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So the last ten games, okay. It goes at Avalanche, at Seattle, at mm -hmm. uh, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. So that's our other West Coast swing because then you have the, that's a that's a hell of a swing too. You go Dallas, Arizona, Avalanche, Seattle, Vegas. That's a five game away or no six that, six games six games is away. That six? That's I think six that's away. the maximum. I think that's the max. That's crazy. I thought five. I thought five uh, was their maximum road trip, but I could be wrong. But I know the NHL purposely uh, spaced stuff out like that so they wouldn't be away too long. I don't know. They're away, they're away seven, actually, because they go to the Senators, then to the Stars, then to the Coyotes, then to the Avalanche, then to the Kraken, then to the Golden Knights. So that's seven, seven games in a row that they're away. But so well, and, regardless, I don't know. so that's – yeah, that's like uh, – that road trip sucks in itself. But then you go from the Golden Knights to the Sabres to the Hurricanes to the Red Wings to the Senators to the Hurricanes to the Red Wings again. Wait, the I Golden would like to, Knights to the Sabres? So you're going... So No, you, you're going from Vegas to home and then you're home for three games and then you go away to the Senators, away to the Hurricanes, and then you finish the season at home to the Red Wings. But my point to this is, you know, you have the last... even. The last, the let's see, we play the Rangers April 5th, and then there's one, two, three. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I have like 15 games after that that we don't play mm -hmm. a real rival for the rest of the, the stretch. You play the Islanders and the Rangers back to back on April 3rd and April 5th. But then after that, that's done. Then after that, the rest of April, all the way up to April 29th which seems really late to me um, all the way up to April 29th. There is no more rivalry games. I mean, yeah. you're playing, you're playing the hurricanes. That's going to be a, a, who knows what they're going to look like this year because they, you know, kind of uh, their, their roster went to hell in a handbasket. Thanks. Oh, thanks. I heard that Dougie Hamilton's on a different <laughs> team now. What happened? Hey, I don't know. Who wearing a different oh, sweater. Hey. Oh, oh, Oh wait! Oh oh! I hear he's somewhere else now. Oh yeah, yeah. But you oh, have over you now. have these long stretches oh, you of there? this. <laughs> you over there, Doug? So the at the end of the year, you have these these long stretches. Now it would have been nice to have a Rangers or a Flyers, or even to a lesser extent, the Islanders or even a Pittsburgh game thrown in the end of the season, so that you have that natural rivalry game towards the end of the year. Now I hated when they. There's been years where they, you know, bookended it. So you'd have the beginning of the year, there'd be a lot of rivalry games. At the end of the year, there'd be a ton of those rivalry games. And that's, it's like good and bad, but they need to sprinkle that in towards the, towards the back into your, your schedule somehow. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, especially it's, if you, if your teams are starting to, you know, vie for uh playoff position, 
getting into your heavy conference games towards the end of that that schedule is always fun to watch. But you know, whatever. Listen, I'm I'm all about it. I I don't particularly. I'm not a fan of the uh, the schedule the way it is now. Um, I really feel like they should just rotate who they play in the in the like Western the NFL. Conference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like and this you, year, you, you get the central. Do, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and even if you want to, yeah. No, that's just that's just how I would do it. You know, or it like. Or split the other the other division in half or something like that, you know. Like I, I don't know. And you just that's to me that's totally fine. That's totally mm-hmm. fine. I was one hundred percent okay with that. I don't need to see every team here, every team there, every single season. I know that's what they want to do and spread the game around and make sure the stars get to play in every arena and everything like that. But me personally, I find it's more special when it doesn't happen every single year like i'm a big proponent of well as well as in baseball like i know the you know when the mets and yankees play and when the uh you know out here the dodgers and the angels play you know like i i get it but it happens every year it's kind of just like meh. if it did happen like every mm-hmm. three years it would it would have so much more hype around it if it happened like every three years because it would seem more like an event you know to well, me at least that's just me. I'm a nerd. I don't know. That's, you know, and that kind of goes back to the whole outdoor games thing. You know, we, I agree 100% with you that the the schedule should be balanced where you're going to see the West division this year and you'll see half of the central division this year or something like that where it's split. And the, and the way the NHL works is you don't even need to have it like every three or four years because there's so many games you could be like, okay, well, we're going to have Central uh, Central South this year, or whatever the hell it's called, the Atlantic. The Central mm-hmm. and the Atlantic and the Metropolitan. Yeah, the, are the divisions back? To, is, is it four divisions again? Or what are we at at this, at this point now? I'm not, I'm it not is four. Sure. It's four equally we're balanced divisions. Yeah, because okay. they um, – who the hell did they move? They moved Arizona. I think they moved the Coyotes to Central. Okay. I think. And so then, then, yeah, so, yeah, one one year we don't, we play all the Eastern Conference, yes, you know, and yep. then that 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 home and home, you know, for for whatever division, one year, give it to the inner division, you know, add mm-hmm. two games to every inner division. Now we play the Rangers six times. Now we play the Flyers five times. Those games would be so much more meaningful by the end of the year, and that rivalry will be so much more heated by the end of the year after playing yes. these teams. Like, five, these games would be huge because they're like three-point games when you're playing yeah. them, especially at the end of the season. Um, I'm all about it, but I understand the NHL side of trying to make money. It could, hey, you know, maybe with ESPN, this is something they can negotiate. Maybe this is with the NBC deal that they have to have, you know, the uh, Connor McDavid playing the Rangers every year for TV money or something like that. I... You got me. I'm not in those meetings, you know, but dude. And I get that too. Like I, like you said, like I understand the appeal of wanting to have Connor McDavid visit every single NHL city. You want Sidney Crosby to do every city Ovechkin. And also you have to keep in mind, the NHL is different than the NBA in a sense of in the NBA, you get a lot of, a lot of off time. Like a lot of dudes that are like, nah, I don't feel like playing tonight. I'm going to take like a, a maintenance day or something like that. 
That doesn't happen in the NHL. Hockey players don't take a day off. So if you go to a Penguins-Devils game, you're going to see Sidney Crosby. If you go to – unless he's hurt, if you go to a – you know, I mean, it's Maybe true. Maybe or he took a dive or, you know, something like that. Or he took like a that, dive or he's know. crying. Yeah. Or, you know, Crosby, yeah. He's, he's got a hangnail <laughs> on his glove and doesn't want to play. Um, <laughs> Let's say Ovechkin instead. Let's say Ovechkin. Ovechkin. Instead. Or like Patty Kane. Like you go to a Devils-Blackhawks game, you're going to see Patrick Kane. And I mean, and that's what I love about it. There's a guarantee that if you see another team, especially if you're if you're a fan of a team and you live in a city, like if I moved from New Jersey to like my brother, for example, my brother lives in Seattle, and now you know yeah, like, he used to go to someone you know, or oh yeah, or you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you. But yeah. I mean, but so then you could speak to this. So to you, it's double edged sword because. It would make more sense as a fan. You want to see the 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 heavy rivalry games. You want to see the the division kind of build that that the animosity within itself. And then that way, at the end of the year, those games will have more gravitas to it. But you are also a transplant in L.A. and you could personally speak to this that you only get to see the Devils live. What if you go to the Kings or if you travel down to the Sharks or? So how many games do you actually get to see? Like four, three, down, up? I don't know. Whatever, man. Uh, Yeah, San Jose's (laughs) up. Um, Yeah, probably, you know, likely two. But this year I'm going to try and get three. Definitely, you know, L.A. and Anaheim out here. But I'm going to try and definitely do the Vegas one. Um, I would have to – I mean, I did drive up to San Jose, but – uh equated to, like, from New Jersey, it'd be like driving to North Carolina. It takes, like, you know – Oh, my God. yeah, like well, that's San Francisco. San Jose is maybe like an hour below, so you know Ugh. it's far. It's it's really yeah. far. So, um, yeah, so basically like three really close. Anaheim is not far from me. So, but I, I go all the time. Anaheim's yeah. nice because because it's cheap, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah, Staples Center. Staples Center is real nice, but it's it's also expensive. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, it's on my on my bucket <laughs> list of things to do is is to make it out to you and hang out and go to a Devils Kings game. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, so if you think about it, if they did go to that schedule, then you'd have to be like, all right, well, now I got to, and that's how it used to be too. I think it was like pre, God, no, I think it was pre, uh, was it pre lockout 2012 lockout that they changed it Mm -hmm. or is it post 2012 lockout? I I can't remember, but it's around. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around there. But to me, yeah. then, like, when the Devils do come around, if they only came around every other year, you better believe I'm going to make sure I have tickets for that when they do come around. You know, like, True. I don't know. It just turns it into more of a kind of a, like a special thing instead of just like, a, eh, you know, I'll just go next year when they're back around. No big deal. You know, it's like, oh, well, if I don't go now, I got to wait until two years. Like, oh, I'd rather yeah. go. Like, I, I don't want to miss out. You know, I'm going to either L.A. or Anaheim. I don't care. You know, like, I'm going to one of them. Yeah. You know, like, it makes it. T- that's. But then again, like I said, I'm a nerd. That's just me. You know, like yeah. other people may want that sort of opportunity at all times. So it puts, you know, we, you and I can sit here and complain about the the schedule makers, but it puts them in a, in a very awkward position. You know, like. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But it would also it would also make the the all-star game a lot better to watch. You know, that's the other Mm -hmm. thing, too, is a lot of people like talk about the all-star game and they complain about it. 
oh, it, it's not as good as it used to be or whatever. The whole purpose of the All-Star game used to be like nobody could. It's not like how it is now, obviously. You know, like if you're unless you're a moron, you don't realize that back in the day, if you were a Yankee fan or a Met fan living in this area and you could watch them on TV. But if you were like, uh, you know, a, a Twins fan or something like that, something weird, uh, you wouldn't really be able to watch your games. So the only way to really watch some of these big stars that were not in your market was the all-star game. That was your mm-hmm. opportunity mm-hmm. to finally be like, oh, my God, that's Reggie, you know, Reggie Jackson or like, oh, my God, this is, you know, Mario Lemieux and I'm from, you know, whatever, yep. uh, Iowa or something like that. Um, so, I mean, like giving giving the all-star game some more uh, meaning would be great. Uh, although this year is an Olympic year, and I feel, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the NHL is back in the Olympics this year. Are they? Am I wrong I no about idea. that? I, I don't remember. I can't um, remember that. I have no idea. I got to see where they settled on that. But just uh, following up on that. Also, you know, when they had the schedule that way, I t- to me, it was exciting when two teams met in the Stanley Cup final that hadn't played before in the regular yeah. season. You know, you don't like, know oh, how they what are. What to expect? Yeah. How are they going to yeah, match yeah. up? Like they've never played against each other the before West, in the regular season. The yeah. West used the to West be such was, a mystery, a mystery. It was so high, yeah, it was so <laughs> high powered and fast offense, and the East was so you know grinded out and so much checking and and defensive play. You know, like um, I don't know. I I didn't. I don't. I liked that. I kind of liked that. And like I said, I to do me, too. It makes I, it a little bit more special. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I agree. Like, like you said before, you could see it from both ways. So, looking at the schedule, yeah, it, it, it makes sense on both ends. But I mean, like, I'm, I'm kind of a purist, like you are. Like baseball, I lost a lot of interest in baseball once, like the first time they had a subway series. You're like, oh my god, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Then after a while, it's like, oh, all right, oh, they're playing the Mets, all right. Yeah, but the same thing with like the the outdoor game. In the beginning, it was like, man, this is like the coolest idea ever. Oh, my God. Mm. They're going to play where? Outside of who? What? Then the what? And now it's like, so the Blackhawks and the who are going to play or Boston and is the Rangers are going to get another one. Like the Flyers keep getting in there somehow. So, I mean, like it loses its appeal because it's like the you're you're given the same plate over and over. I don't care how good the steak is. If you eat the same exact thing every single time you go to dinner, after a while, you're like, dude, this sucks. Like, I don't I don't think I want this anymore. So mm-hmm. hopefully this is another thing, too. With the ESPN deal, I would imagine the first year is going to be, like, pretty straightforward. You know, let's go through the whole season. Let's go through everything. I don't even know if they have a, an outdoor game scheduled. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's uh, the Blues or something like that. Do- or the Blues are playing I, or something. I don't know, but I, I, I will say I liked – the NHL outdoor game more than the Field of Dreams game. For, I don't know. Uh, I, thought I thought it looked was nice, but wild. at the same I time, I was, cool. like, this just, I was like, this it's just, just looks baseball. like a minor league stadium. It looks like a spring yeah. training game, though. I'm like, why do I want to watch a spring training game? The Tahoe thing looked nice with the lake in the background. I'm like, yeah, all right, corn. See, cool. that's cool. Right. That's cool. Even <laughs> if you can't have fans at it, that's yeah. cool. See? Like, to do something that's like that, that's is, wild. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I didn't get why the aliens came and and drew in the in the corn stalks for all the Major League Baseball signs and stuff like that. I didn't get that. Oh, why did the aliens come? 
Someone call they're... M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> they're into. I, I met that dude one time. He's a really nice guy. Um, I'm sure. That's a that's a, 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 a crazy story. But anyways, um, so uh, oh one one quick thing too. Uh, I I will say one nice thing about the schedule. Um, if you look at it with the Olympic break, it's actually kind of like spread out very nice like every month is essentially 15 games or 14 games or something so not like clumped. that which, yeah yeah it gets the devils on like a you know like an every other day i mean they're gonna have back-to-backs and stuff like that and you know a little bit of travel there um but you know it's like 14 games whatever yeah it's 14 14 november's 14 december's 14 oh april is the 15 everything else except for october and february October, obviously, the first, you know, when the season kicks off and February mm. break, everything else is like 14, 14, 14, 14, 15, which is nice. Which is great because isn't it like there's been a couple of years where they were like, uh, there's seven games in November and then February came and they're like, there's 58 games in November and everything is just like crunched in and they try to jam yeah. everything in. I also feel like they're ending a lot later. Uh, is, is it me or is it does it like they normally end around like the the, the middle of april not the end of april well i, I don't think know with why the, the, Olymp- the olympic break and everything like that you know, oh yeah, yeah yeah i mean they're gonna they're gonna give them a lot of time and also you got to remember uh where's the olympics at in china in beijing i believe okay you're, you're gonna have to have like a 14-day quarantine period when they come back oh uh, yeah well, yeah, yeah. They do go over so you know you got to factor that sort of stuff. And they got to leave 14 days beforehand as well to get over, you know. It's crazy. And and that's the the thing, too, is, you know, I don't really like to talk about, you know, what's going on in the world with all the the craziness of uh, COVID and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's getting to that point where, like, come on now. Like, I thought we were getting past all this, and now we're getting deep into it again. Uh, That's all I want to say about it because I don't really want to get into it people start like jumping and yelling about stuff, but, um, all right, John Fogarty, Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan, just take the high road, bro. Um, <laughs> Freedom's going to come on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a little, a little CCR in the background. So, um, but that's the other thing that you have to keep into account too, because I, I heard a rumor that the NHL was going to do what the NFL basically said. Like if you're unvaccinated, you're going to get, uh, you're going to get fined heavily for that. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens to the season. Hopefully nothing nothing derails it like last year because I felt like the Devils right. were in a nice little groove. And then obviously we all know what happened. They, they go into that quarantine. They lose a big chunk of games. And then it just the wheels kind of just fell off after that. Listen, from the get-go last year, we should have all seen it when Corey Crawford retired before the season even started. That should have been like the omen over last the big season. Red flag. Like, guys, this 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 one's going to be tough. This is going to be a tough one, guys. We're, we're, we're going to really, really need to muscle through this season here, all right? I swear, better times are coming. We're really going to have to muscle through it right here. You know, I, I really feel like last year we hit that, and, and, and we're, we're going upwards. We hit that bottom mm-hmm. point, and, and, and now we're headed back upwards. And this year just looks so much more promising, uh, stronger in goal, obviously, uh, much stronger 
on defense. Not even talking about the Graves and the Hamilton, you know, but think about, uh, we talked about it, Damon Severson not playing with so much pressure. PK playing, in a, if he doesn't get traded, playing in a much more, uh, you know, lower role where he can probably shine on third pairing. Ty Smith already had, Ty Smith was, wowing us last year with those little deeks that he had on the blue line when he was working the point the shot got through i don't know like it was a ridiculous amount his, his the, the shots that he was taking probably had no business to get through but they did he just has mm -hmm. that little touch to find that hole to find that alley to get the puck to the net he's got a year under his belt and now he's gonna have a full training camp and practice and, and he's got a mentor he knows and now he's got a mentor. I, you know, we have much more reasons to be excited for, for this team this year. Yes. You know? Um, so, but we don't want to get too too ahead of ourselves. Don't no, because remember what happened last time. We start putting yes. uh, robes on people and, and marching around like we're like, hey, hey. Hey, look at you, Rangers. What did you do? Oh, we got PK and we got uh, Gusev. We got the better Russian. Oh, Panarin, oh, we man. we don't need him. Oh, my God. We Goose. all drank that Kool-Aid. You know what? We drank the Kool-Aid. Drank it. He had a little, he had a couple good games here and there, but, you know, obviously. A lot of high hope. A lot of high hope. A lot of high hope. A lot of hope. He's got a lot of talent, hope. but, you know, sometimes that talent doesn't translate to NHL. I mean, you got to be able to. You got to want. You can you have NHL it. talent, but can you keep up with the NHL pace? Yeah. That's, that's the real question because there's that no is. pace faster in the world. Go no. down and sit like, you know, get if you get a chance, try to try to go down and sit close to that game. You know, like I always love sitting up on the top and everything. You can really see stuff. But when you get down close, you see just how lightning fast these guys have to make. Oh, decisions. when they hit the Stops boards, man. Cuts. Oh, man. It is Everything. just nuts. Everything. Up above. Can see all the plays just unfold get down below yeah. and whew, you see how fast it really is that's you know and we've had this discussion before if you have a friend out there and and devil's fans first of all thank you for everybody watching on facebook everybody watching on twitch on and yeah twitch, you know i know twitter, we should be we should be talking to everybody right now we facebook, should be interacting a little YouTube. bit more How's we see your doing? comments we see your comments we see what you guys are saying sometimes we kind of get lost in our own conversation so uh hi michael we apologize about that but um hi other anyways michael. michaels hey yeah, yeah hey hey everybody but you know hey hey it, this is the this season like if, if everything starts to mellow out and we're you know everybody's cool man be cool man be and you cool. can bring a friend to a devil's game who has never been to a hockey game in person you got a joint bro no. You got it. You you yeah, cool. We are cooler if you did. <laughs> hey man, watch the leather. <laughs> Anyways, we could be one of a great movie. Oh um, man! Oh, I, I was making some Tommy Boy references last week when you weren't here, and Sam Wu was just oh, looking at me man. with like a blank face. I'm like, I Big see. Tom Callahan. He said, I would have been all over me, that. Uh, Oh, we have a uh, we have a new uh, uh, minor league coach, I think, or scout named Michael Dennehy, and I'm like Brian Dennehy, you know, Brian Dennehy's like... brother. <laughs> <laughs> you could get a good look at a T-bone if you stick your head up a butcher's ass, but you might want to ask the cow. No, wait, no, it has to be your cow. No, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> All right, got that? Oh man. 
Big time. Like Cal Jojo, ass. the idiot circus boy. Anyways, <laughs> for the pretty new pen. I could I could recite that movie from front to front to back. Oh my god! One of my favorite so parts of, my of that movie is very underrated. Is Rob? First of all, Rob Lowe is hilarious. But yes, that kid that's making faces to him on the bus when uh, he first gets off the bus, and he just goes wham and hits the window, <laughs> and the kid's like, ah, that makes me laugh every time, every time. But uh, the, part that, <laughs> the part that always gets me is the uh, when they're in the gas station and he backs up, the door falls off, and he puts it back oh, yeah. on, and and David Spade opens <sighs> it. He's like, "What did you? What did do? you do?" Because everybody that's seen that movie that loves that movie has used that line in actual reference to something. Oh. Like you've you've broken something and you put it back. It yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Like, of see, course. So you just wait for someone to come in, and then you're like, oh, oh, what happened? Oh, oh my God. What did you do? Yes. What did you oh, do? Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we're going off the rails. Uh, Anyone else got yeah. Tommy Boykos they want to talk about? Oh, my God. David Decker. I the right now, what does he say? I'm just a little guy. I don't know how to fight. Oh. I forget what he was doing. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> came. Oh my lord! Um, but sixty days, buddy. Yeah, you know it's funny because this is that time of year where, for me, it goes really fast because I'm a teacher. So August, I work throughout July. By the way, anybody's like, "Oh, teachers, you get off on the summers." Yeah, but I don't get paid because I'm not working. So, uh, but anyway, go get a job then, huh? Huh? I do have a job. I do. Why don't you go get a job then? What's I go do. Jab I do. Why don't you go get a jab? It's a whole year, huh, bruh? Yeah. Why don't you How get a jab? That? Why don't you get a jab? <laughs> but anyways, August always goes really, really fast. By the time September hits, I always feel oh, like September is like a... Su- when you're off all month? Oh. Yes, exactly. Oh, and September... <laughs> exactly. I, I'm, I get tired of sitting in the sun all day. You know, it's it's hard. It's hard work. <laughs> so... <laughs> September it's hard going on vacation, all right? It's hard going down the beach and just laying on the beach and having a beer and being lazy. <laughs> but September hits, and luckily we're both football fans and we're both giant fans, so like we mm-hmm. we get sucked into well right now we get sucked into the fantasy football world and and you know football really takes center stage and then and like Devil's training camp is going on and you get those the the PTOs that come out <laughs> the PTOs um, and it, you can see like. The team's starting to take shape. They have a couple of, you know, uh, scrimmages and things like that, and they start amping up to October. October is one of my favorite months of the year because oh, you yeah. have the beginning of the, uh, the beginning of hockey season. Mm-hmm. You have football really starting to get into getting oh, into yeah. swing. Mm-hmm. You got the cooler weather. You got the pumpkin mm-hmm. beers. You get everything it's that's so hot that's, out here. Okay. Is it really? Go is ahead. it like a million degrees still out by you? Like, what is it? Uh, yeah. October 31st, right? Trick or treat? No, my, I'm melting. It's like actually, 150 you, degrees. I know you, you guys are melting, so I've heard. But actually, in LA, yeah, uh, it's it's been insanely beautiful. It's only been 85 degrees. It's been oh. fantastic. Everywhere else around us is like 115, but like around here, I don't Good know Lord. why. Yeah, we just got the 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 breeze smog. coming in from the, the nice ocean. smog. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, it's there. Oh, it's there. If, it, if you don't, 
I didn't believe it until I moved out here. And then I saw it one day, you know, go on a hike. I'm like, oh, what's that? And like someone, one of my LA friends are like, that's a smog, you idiot. You know, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that, oh, that layer is there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah okay. That's, that's a real right, thing. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, dude, the, um, the beginning of the season is right around the corner. And it, you know what? I, I feel, I feel like you said before, I, I'm like so hopeful about this year. And we need to even talk about like, do you think that Ray Shiro makes another move? Because right now there's Ray? there's a weird. I don't think Ray Shiro oh, makes any Ray moves Shiro. For the Devils. He makes you know yeah, who he makes a move. Shiro. He makes a move from the couch to the kitchen and back to the couch. That's all he's doing. <laughs> Tom Fitzgerald. I think he got wow. hired as a special assistant or something like that. Or yeah, cursing or people off. Yeah, he's good at Columbus or something. Yeah. Oh, he, oh well, Torts is not there anymore, so they need somebody to cuss people out. But um. Mm-hmm. So Tom Fitzgerald, sorry, Freudian slip. Tom Fitzgerald uh, has has done some masterful things with this team so far. Getting Dougie Hamilton, getting Dougie Hamilton, getting Tatar, getting. I just think there's a lot of really nice pieces, but I feel like he keeps hinting towards the fact that he's not done. Now the Tarasenko thing kind of scares me, and the more you look into it, the more you read into it, uh, supposedly. There are reports out there that the Devils are afraid of uh, some of his medicals that have come back, and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. There's some other. T- there's some other players. I know a lot of people were big on Timo Mir. I just read a whole report about him uh, and Evander Kane not being uh, the best of influences. Let's not go, let's not go the that, Evander Kane route. Yeah, no. Oh no, 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 no. I'm not saying get Evander Kane. I was just reading this article oh, okay. that said it, like it was Evander Kane and Timo Mir's not a good guy either. And it's like, yeah, we don't need anybody that's questionable on the team. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, who knows there, there could be a possibility of, of Fitzgerald still making a move to get another top six winger in here. Although I feel like the price of that would be pretty hefty and it might cost you a Mercer or a holds. And, and this is something that we've discussed multiple times. Do you give up on somebody before you even see them? Or do you go out and get a proven commodity? I don't know if he's going to do anything else, but if he doesn't, I'd be pretty happy about where this team is as is. I don't know how you feel about it. Well, they got to do something with the offensive side. I mean, the defense is set, but I mean, just looking at your lines, you know, from last year, we had Yanni, Jack, who Yanni Kwokinen now signed. Uh, yep. as well to a nice two-year deal, much like Igor Sharangovich. So let's just say we got Yanni, Jag, Igor. We got uh, Zaka, Nico, Jesper, Brat. Then mm-hmm. you got mm, Wood, McLeod. I'm thinking probably Janssen. Jesper Janssen. Janssen. I was thinking I was thinking Boquist with Wood and McLeod, but then you have Tatar and Janssen. You got to find a, a center for them. Do you, do you, do you bring in you know, uh, a veteran center. Ooh, I got a name for you. Does it begin with a T and end have a Z on the last? <laughs> no. <laughs> the last name a Z? Uh, no, but I wouldn't mind bringing him back. Do you think, by the way, do you think he sits back and he goes, damn, dude, like they just made all these moves. Like maybe I should go back and like see what it's I all about. Kyle Palmieri's still not signed, by the way. No, I wouldn't not. be. A- I mean, like. I I wouldn't be well. I mean, like I know I have a feeling, you know, Lou is trying to lock him up. Uh, we'll see what happens. But Zay Jack is someone I said last year I'd 
hey, if he comes back, I mean, you know, it would be a perfect fit there or move McLeod up, you know, and then, mm-hmm. you know, do you have Zajac, Wood, and, and Boquist down there on a, on the fourth line? Or do you put Travis in between Tatar and Janssen? I don't know. I don't know if you want to do that. It's Listen, listen, I'm not suggesting one thing or another. We're just talking and, and you know, that's all. I'm not making it. Yes, I don't yes, want yes, anyone yes. to flip out or anything like that. We're just. We're just talking. You guys don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, listen, I got a name that I'm going to throw against uh, against the wall. I'm going to see if it sticks. Yarmir Yager. Coming back at number. Coming back, baby. At 58. Actually, I just read a story about him, which is super depressing. Like, he's so miserable, and he doesn't want to play anymore. But basically, like his dad owned the team that he plays for, the club team that he plays for. Mm-hmm. His dad owned it for like twenty years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if he's basically the owners or like something like that, um, all the sponsors and everybody were like, "If you're not playing, we're not sponsoring you. And if we don't mm-hmm. sponsor you, your team will fold." So wow. he's basically like handcuffed to this team. It's like super depressing. It's really bad. Uh, poor Yogurts. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so I would say somebody mm-hmm. who's a veteran presence mm-hmm. who loves hot dogs, mm-hmm. who, who would be a, a, an interesting fit, who would be a center, a great center for the third line. Uh, you could probably get him on like a relatively decent steal, not steal, but a deal, uh, from Arizona. Fill the thrill Kessel. Oh boy. No, Phil Kessel. Listen, Phil Kessel for no. like a, a sixth no. rounder. You wouldn't do well, it. You would like take a, a six rounder <laughs> for a six rounder. Yeah, I, I no, would. You, not it would cost trade, way more than that. It would cost more than that. I would not trade any prospects in that sense for that no. right there. I would. You give I him would like a twenty twenty four. Give him a twenty twenty four third round pick. There you go. I would. You could recoup that pick by then. Resign. Travis Ajak for uh, a year contract or two years contract if that's what he wants and that'd be done with it um, uh, I would not yeah no Phil Kessel I would say no I'm going to no, look up right. right now the old NHL free agents this still available I huh? see uh, well because I see uh, Omar Harris saying Dvorak Ramona saying no palms or Zajac Obar's telling me that Palms and Zajac already have an agreement with Lou. Just because they're not talking to anyone doesn't mean that they don't officially have an agreement. Mm-hmm. But they might. Been down that road. We've been, we've been down I that think, Lou Lamorel road. Oh, yeah. I think Palms you know and Parisi will end up there. Remember all those Islander so. fans when they thought they were going to get Landeskog? <laughs> <laughs> You're dealing with Lou Lamorello. You're dealing <laughs> with Lou. He ain't gonna come there. <laughs> I was hoping we get Landis Cog too because he would be a perfect fit for our team. But uh, oh well, he's perfect uh, for any team, really. But uh, oh well, yeah. yeah. No, but I don't think he was. Uh, it's gonna be tough to pry him out of uh, Colorado. All right, where is this latest NHL free agents? Dun, 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 dun. Well, Dougie Hamilton. That's that's got to be an old list right here. Says Dougie Hamilton. No, thank you, sir. I believe he's already signed. Yeah, rocking that um, Matt Tennyson number. That's the other thing. Did, we, <laughs> did you guys talk about that? Matt Tennyson signed somewhere else too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 
He's forever like, oh, they gave away my number. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. That's it. I'm done. I'm done with uh, you guys. Give away my locker. <laughs> I don't know who you really want to bring in here. Anyone have any got ideas up on Listen. YouTube or uh, Facebook or Twitter? Hit us up. Who would you want to bring in there like an, a veteran on a, um, you know, a quick a contract? Chief. On a cheap something a uh, one year, two year. Well, they still have twelve million dollars to play with, too. Let's oh, not kid yeah. ourselves. Like they oh, have yeah. the room. And that's the thing too, is a lot of people were like, Oh my god, how could you give Hamilton that much? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, Because you got PK Subban coming off the books next year or the year after. I think he's a I don't know if this is his last year or he has got This is it. This is it. This is it. So there goes nine million off your off your cap. So that means mm-hmm. there's the money for Dougie, and then you still got a boatload of money left. So you know. So we I, got. I, just I think there's just one of, more move. Some names out there. One more move. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna throw some names out there for you. <clears throat> um, is Casey Zizekas really still a free agent? Um, Tyler yeah. Bozak, Travis Ajak, Dubinsky, David Backus. Um. Anisimov, our old friend from the Rangers, there. He played mm-hmm. in Chicago too for a while. He's been he's been yes. uh, all over. Uh, Eric Stahl. I mean, listen, you know. that's that would be weird. But I, I would I would take Eric Stahl. He's got he's a, 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 if you're putting him on a third line where he doesn't have to do a ton. I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't know. I don't know. It's Eric Stahl. Screw that dude. He he <laughs> killed us. He killed us. He did us so bad. Um, so is, bad. I thought I thought Casey's Ezekiel. Is this thing not really? It says available. I could be wrong. Well, I mean, Tyler Bozak is thirty-five. Travis Ajak is thirty-eight. Uh, Backus is thirty-seven. You know, Anisimov is only thirty-three. We don't need anybody. To bring this. someone in like that, try to flip no. them at the seasons at uh, at the trade deadline. Anyway, is there a reason Even Dougie Hamilton went with number? Yeah, is there a reason why Hamilton was seven and not nineteen? Mm. Conspiracy theory, or is it one of those? Okay. It's too soon. Too soon. Why did Dougie Hamilton, who wore nineteen, mm-hmm. not go with nineteen, which was an available number with the New Jersey Devils, and went with number seven? Probably out of uh, respect for the number. Maybe uh, Fitzgerald didn't want to give it out too soon. We do know that used to make us very, very angry when we would see some of our favorite players all of a sudden. What, you mean when Michael Ryder walked in wearing number 17 very, very shortly after? Oh, Kovalchuk. Yeah, but there there have been another uh, a number of call-ups, you know, know, in those... Everyone has to be under the number 30. Cool. Get it. The tradition. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Number 23 was thrown around after Gomez came around. And then Clark, he took remember. 23 for a while, but. Yeah. Did Nobody's ever had no 18. One... Oh, Bergforce. Bergforce had 18. Oh, a bunch of people had 18. Yeah. A bunch of people. It's not retired. 
I know it's not retired. Wasn't there? I it can't remember. Be. There was someone. Should be. There was someone that had a number that I don't know if it was Elia. I don't think. I hope it wasn't. I can't remember. I thought there was someone. No, Eliash, that, like, Eliash's our, number. One of our legends, like after they retired, before they retired, the number I thought like somehow that number like got used on someone. Maybe like, Niedermeyer. Maybe Niedermeyer. Because it definitely was an Eliash. Because once he retired, that was it. Twenty six was oh, never was, used again. There was there was other twenty sevens after Niedermeyer. Before yeah, they uh, Mike Matteo, uh, <laughs> legendary Mato. defenseman, Matteo. Legendary is kind of a strong legendary. word right there. <laughs> wasn't he the guy that ran uh, what's his name on LA and got the five minute major, the boarding major? No, that was Bernier. Who wore number eighteen? Oh, that was Steve Bernier. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah he was who eighteen. Up, well. Who wore eighteen? He wore eighteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mike Motto. Mike Motto was defense. That's right. Mike Motto was number twenty-seven. That was. It always felt weird. See, that was one. That was one. Like after Niedermeyer, you can't. You just don't hand out twenty-seven to people. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Lou didn't hand out. You know. Uh, well, 15 got handed around like nobody's business. I have Langenbrunner wore it after uh, Johnny Mack. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. there people in between there, too. And then that's been just now it's one of those numbers that gets tossed around. Yeah, uh, I hope that if if Travis doesn't come back, which I, I mean, honestly, it's kind of what kind of what they need. If he wants to come back and play one more year, you know, like same thing. Hey, Trade deadline. If you want to go, we'll we'll trade you. If you want to, you know, mm-hmm. like if you give us a list of places you want to go, you know, if we're not yeah. in contention, you know, like. But also, I really feel like the Devils are going to be playing better this year. Um, but I, I still think too. they're going to be. I still, even though I I think they will be playing much better, I think there's still going to be some some sellers at the trade deadline to try and get uh, like the PK and stuff like that. I think they're going to try well, and cut those contracts. I think. I think there'll be sellers in the sense of uh, uh, like the PK makes sense. There'll be sellers in the sense of like, if they're close to making the playoffs, they're going to be sellers for like uh, a PK for a younger piece, mm-hmm, 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 like a, mm-hmm. a, like a, yeah. a third line winger or something like that. So like you'll give up a defenseman because we could probably, you know, hopefully not probably we'll say hopefully be able to plug in Riley Walsh into PK slot or, you know, somebody that uh, could finally step into the NHL role into PK spot and then, <laughs> and then deal him away for a, a, like a, a winger or something like that. Um, hey, real quick. Our, our, our good friend Ray says, um, <laughs> there's been no movement on the, uh, well, uh, with the palms, the Palmieri is assigned but not submitted to the league because Lou doesn't want anyone to know how much cap space he has. <laughs> I've so heard that like, too. I've heard it's that like those too. days remember like people get hurt and they just be like lower body, lower body, lower body. lower body, and you don't lower see him so ever again. The cap, yeah, the cap's got a lower body injury right now. That's all. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> who is the, who is the defenseman? Who is the defenseman that uh, Lou? had and then he like totally circumvented this the the cap by basically being like oh yeah he's hurt forever he's hurt he's just hurt um come on who's that dude he signed and then it was i, I want to <laughs> no vladimir on, malakoff there. vladimir malakoff oh. 
Vladimir Malikov. Thank you, Sam. Never, Sam, do you want to explain never, that? Do you want to explain that? That was the uh, second the lesson, time he was back. That was the yeah, return, right, of Malikov? That was yeah, the return. Second yeah. tour duty. My advice to you kids out there, never take a ski trip while you're injured. <laughs> while you're injured. <laughs> And that's, did you notice that's that? Don't get too. injured on a ski trip. It's just don't go when you're injured. Just don't go when you're injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the days of Lou. That that was one of my favorite was... moments. It's, because we were all scared at the time. We were all scared at the time. It's like okay, thirty thirty nine million dollars was the cap. It's like how is Lou gonna fit Eliash coming back? Remember. When Elias was coming off of uh, that hepatitis, bag. yeah, mm-hmm. and and then here comes January, and suddenly Malakoff goes on a family ski vacation. Up, oh, you're retired. <laughs> <Just like that. laughs> Dan McGillis, oh, you're going to the, you're, we're going to banish you to the oh. AHL. Enjoy the money that you're going to make. Yeah, who was it? it? Was Dan McGillis and Richard Matvichuk, right? Remember Richard Matvichuk? Matvichuk, yeah. Matt yeah, but the new NHL ruined Matt Matt but it was the three M's. It was McGillney, McGillis, and Malakoff, and he buried all of them. (laughs) Buried them. I didn't put emphasis on put emphasis on that because that was Lou. That was prime Lou. That was prime Lou then. (laughs) Yeah, but by the way. do you can I ask you a question? I, I sorry to interrupt you, but do you can you answer me this question? I was looking at something the other day, and I saw Thomas Cabriolet in a Devil's sweater. Can you answer the question? When was Thomas Cabriolet a member of the New Jersey Devils? Anybody at home, you could probably Google it. I could probably Google it, but I'm not going to. So I want to see if if anybody here. Can remember when Thomas Caberlet, Thomas Caberlet, longtime Maple Leaf. I'm gonna go with a couple years ago. How about that? See, I don't see. I don't actually know because I was looking at something. You know, like people put their like it was like five years their ago war. or something like that. He was like a, a, a training camp tryout or something like that, and I think he made the club for like a five second period, and then they were like, "Oh, that didn't work out. See ya." But I think that was under a lose regime too. I don't know I if think, it was Lou um, or Ray. Was that beginning of Ray? I got to look remember. it up. Damn it. Now I got to look it up. R- remember when really. Cam Jansen hit Thomas Carroll in that one game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I I remember. I remember. Remember when we had Cam on and I was kind of goofing around and I'm like, yeah, you know, I thought that was a good hit. And he's like, what are you talking about? That was yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Cam, I loved Cam, but you can see like when he would get too intense and too in the moment and he wasn't thinking like, you know, hockey smarts way. He was just like, I'm going to nail this guy. You could just see it in his face. He was going to deliver that body check no matter what, you know, like I, I loved Cam. I love this Cam. was. So this is this is a this is a Lou move. So the Devils have released Ruslan Fedotenko and Thomas Caberlet from their tryouts. The team announced Tuesday. This is back in 2014. 
So oh, September okay. 2014. So they came in, they made the team very briefly, and then they were whoop, they were gone. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thomas Cavalier. But I still Maybe like I still like Maybe the Leaf story. Legend. I still like the story about getting your 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 judge friend from Bergen County to issue a restraining order <laughs> for the have another donut incident. I think that's probably the that that was Lou early on. You know that mm-hmm. story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, <laughs> and then and then you had the replacement refs come in out of nowhere because they then they start like who does that who gets a judge to get a restraining order just so your coach can still coach the game you know (laughs) that's vintage vintage lou Mm -hmm. um but honestly it's very new jersey yeah very new jersey Mm -hmm. uh -hmm. i i i honestly feel though 60 days away we have a lot of hope. We have a lot of, uh, uh, I don't want to say optimism for this team. I want to just say mm-hmm. that because optimism is like, yeah, everything is great. Holy cow. Look at the sky. It's blue. I want to say we have like this tempered optimism. Like we're very like, uh, we've been scorned. We've been scorned. Yeah. So we're, we're going to be uh, Michael scorned. We're, so we're going to... Um, we're going to sit back and we're going to say, all right, all right. Because you know what's going to happen is like that first game against the Blackhawks, if the Devils go up like 2 nothing or 3 nothing, every fan in the mm-hmm. building is going to sit back like this. Like, uh, oh, here we okay. go again. Uh, here okay. we go. We're going to blow it. We got blow We've been it. We're going to be up 5 to 1. Yeah. No, we'll yeah. be fine. We're going to be fine that- this year. We're going to be a lot better. Um, training camp, having the preseason, having this team together. Having that quality goaltending, quality goaltending. I mean, listen, yeah. we all know the Red Wings were were beyond terrible. Hot There's, garbage. I, I don't, I, Hot garbage. I, I we were bad. Know. We were bad. They were yeah. worse. Terrible is probably too good a word to de- to describe. They were just terrible. A, but their pieces, atrocious. the pieces they have. Oh my god. Oh my god. They're going to be so, so nasty in the next couple of years, but. But our our defense has improved. You know, mm-hmm. Bernier was one of the um, uh, you know highlights of the Red Wings last year. You know, on that awful team. You know, like it's just he's going to do better this year with Mackenzie Blackwood actually being able to split the load like that. Actually having the defense with Dougie and Ryan Graves and Damon Severson and Ty Smith. And all the others to come, Siegenthaler, um, <clears throat> PK, when Kevin Ball comes up, when Riley Walsh comes up, uh, and all the rest, you know, he's he's going to have a real defense in front of him. I, this team is is starting to be built on that back end where Sam Wu talked about it endlessly. The no fun zone teams used to just prance right in front of our goaltenders and just do whatever they wanted. And mm-hmm. this year, it's it's not it's not going to be that way. It's not going to be that way. The Devils are a much bigger team right now. Yeah, you're going to pay a price if you go in front of our goal. You know that's how it's going to be now. You're going to pay a price. And that's one of the funny things too is there's a lot of uh, chatter. You know the Rangers have been making some very interesting moves across the river. Um, Mm -hmm. The Flyers have been getting tougher and meaner. Um, Doesn't mean they're getting better. 
Doesn't mean they're getting better. No. The, the Rangers, same nobody thing. Doesn't mean they're getting better. Nobody wants to get ragdolled by Tom Wilson. That's what it is. That's that's all no. it is. is. Nobody nobody wants to get ragdolled by Tom Wilson. That's exactly exactly on the Rangers. The Ryan Reeves thing well, is that's exactly what that is. And a hundred percent, there the whole meme of uh, you know uh, Tom Wilson owns the New York Rangers. I think is a hundred percent true. If you don't believe mm-hmm. it, then look at every move they made this past season. Oh, uh, and it just points directly Those, to the fact that that whole that whole incident, Those insane. Capitals, Rangers games this year are gonna be are gonna be intense, especially the first in one. They're gonna be intense. intense. It's gonna be like it's you know it's gonna be it's gonna be like the old like Avalanche Red Wings games, man. They are gonna go. Yeah, oh, that's they hard to beat. Go those it. games are well, great. Yeah, I know those, those, those games are great. great. Of yeah, it won't be that brutal, but it'll be like there's gonna it's just gonna be fight fest like that, especially the oh, first yeah. game. The Rangers are going to oh, yeah. come out. Tom Wilson's going to be a healthy gonna... scratch at first game. I guarantee it. <laughs> he, I guarantee it. He's going to be because that would be that would be that would be the best move. That would be the best move to do to like really stick it to the Rangers. Just, be like, and he sits in like the press box in like a Rick a Rick Flair robe with like a championship belt. Yeah. You know, just like wooing the entire just time, trolling, like a trolling, trolling, yeah, trolling the Rangers the entire time. <laughs> And then the, the Rangers get you know dropped eight to one, and Ovechkin goes off for like a you know a six pack. Um, I but the thing that a lot of people were saying is like, well, look at look at what those teams are doing, and then you look at what the Devils are doing, and the Devils are are trying to get smaller and faster and, and this and that. But they the are? back end bigger. of this team, talking about? that well, that's what I'm trying to say. Bigger. That's what I'm trying to say. If you look at the back end of this team. So if you got somebody messing with Jack Hughes, now you have a defensive core that has like, you know, a six, six guy and a six, five dude. And this guy and that guy, you got, you know, a bunch of muscle on the back end. So a lot of people that are afraid that we're going to get pushed around by these heavier teams, especially, you know, Washington's a big, heavy team. Now the Rangers are a big, heavy team. The Flyers are a big, heavy team. So you have all these big, heavy teams, which traditionally destroy the Devils because the Devils have been very light and very small up front. Uh, I feel like now that the tables are turning, and I feel like Fitzgerald is really starting to get the the secret sauce to what's going to make this team uh, a competitor. Fast and light mm-hmm. up front, big and heavy on the back end, and you have a lot of you know a lot of power in front of your goaltender, a lot of shot block and a lot of, uh, a lot of big dudes moving people around, moving. It's a lot of humanity to move around back there. So I'm feeling okay. confident. Well, let me feeling good. Let me throw this at you as well. Cause we do have a couple open spots here on the old lineup. Uh, instead of signing someone like Travis, a Jack, how about you move McLeod up to the third line? You put Boquist in the middle of wood and, uh, Oh, let's say uh six foot five Nolan foot. How about that? See, I, I I think you bring foot up and let foot play take that bastion line, so you you let foot take the bastion spot, so then you have uh, Mikey McLeod, Miles Wood, and and foot playing on one line, because that line last year, like everybody was like, oh, why would you get so mad that bastion right. got taken by the Kraken? And Bo- I and then put Boquist in between Tatar and and Janssen. Exactly. And I don't think okay. that's a bad move like either it. because Boquist has Boquist. Boquist could he could end up being a, a great playmaker. But if you have if you look at what was developing with that line with Wood, the BMW line mm-hmm. last year, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying mm-hmm. it because it's my boy, Mike McLeod, autograph puck inside. Mm-hmm. I'm not just mm-hmm. saying that. That mm-hmm. line was was at points our best line, hands down, not even close. The most competitive line that we had on this team. And okay. one of the things that I when I, when we lost Bastion, I was bummed out because it's like, man, to let that line develop. And that's what people forget. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you have chemistry within your lines, if you have that consistency. Those are the mm-hmm. things that start to breed winning. Those are the things that you can rely on because then you get the guys out there and they can rely on each other. And guess what? You get into a crunch situation and you're like, well, McLeod can win the face off. And we know we have some tough dudes out in the ice. We know we have, you know, uh, a wood who could stretch the ice. And you had Bastion who was banging people in the corners. That was one of those lines that was like, okay, this line is becoming a very reliable line to put out there. So I feel mm-hmm. like if you put foot onto that line, he adds a little bit scoring touch, maybe a little bit more than Bastion had, and maybe has a, a little bit more promise. That doesn't necessarily have to be your fourth line. Hell, that could be your your third and your fourth lines could be interchangeable. And that's All what right. you really want to have. You want to have four lines that you can roll out throughout the game and not worry about having a lull. You don't want to have a fourth line there. Right. Like, put them out there for five seconds. Get them off the ice. Get them off because now they're going to have their top line out there. All right. Okay, I'm done. And I think that's <laughs> I think that's a good point for us to leave off on. And we can start talking about some of these line combinations. You know, maybe next week when we come back, some of these guys who yeah. you know, we, we can debate. Are you know you think they're gonna make a big impact on the team? A Nolan Foot, a Jesper Boquist, Will O'Reilly Walsh, Will a Kevin Ball. You know, we can go through some of these guys and and uh you know, love to hear what everyone thinks as well on YouTube Live and Facebook Live and Twitter and everything like that. But I think uh, that's a perfect thing where we can uh, maybe talk about it next week when we're uh, 53 days away from opening night. <laughs> hey, Samu, I hear the music. So uh, it's got to be final thoughts time. Beer Baron, since you're in the big window, why don't you go first? I'm in the captain's chair. Uh, my final thought is, I'm genuinely excited about the direction of this team. There's a lot of really good pieces. There's a lot of really young pieces. I would not be shocked to see if Fitzgerald made one more splashy move before the end of the year or before the year starts, rather. But don't be shocked if it's not a trade or if it's not a uh, it's not a pickup uh, via free agency or if it's a camp invite because there's a few guys out there that could and should deserve a camp invite. That would be a perfect fit for this team. By the way, that's also Ooh. a cheap way to get somebody. Uh, so I feel like there's another move down the pipeline. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know when it's going to be, but I feel like there's going to be one more move to solidify uh, this team to making that step forward. See, this is like the Academy Awards. They they cut them off. I know. Like the music. I know. Give like, me the red Sam light. Sam was just like, you're done. You're done, kid. Give me the- <laughs> Get off the screen. Get off the screen. Ah. They're like pulling you away and stuff like that. Uh yeah, that sounds good. What 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 uh what Beer Baron just said? That's my final thought. What he just said. Cool. Yeah. The Devils need to pad the wins in October. You got six out of seven games at the Rock at home against the Capitals, Blackhawks, amongst others. That's going to be important because in April they've got that six-game ro- road trip. Seven, seven games. Seven? Is it seven? From from Ottawa. It starts in Ottawa, yeah. yeah. I think it's six, but, you know, we'll let the teacher count it. Yeah. I, I am an art teacher. Let's not forget. 
They got a big road trip in the middle of April when the playoffs are in, you know, right around the corner. That's all I have to say. want to thank everybody for tuning right. in. You can listen to the podcast on your commute, wherever you find our podcast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And thank you for making us the 41st ranked hockey podcast of all. I thought we were number 17. Thought we were number 17. That's all time. That's all time. That's all time. Yeah, bro. Chuck haunts us again. How are we number 17? Freaking Kovalchuk. Every, every time. Every time. I didn't get it. Till next time, let's go Devils. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.